Welcome back to Her Fantasy Football. Woohoo! We took some time off after the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah. I apologize, but we're here. We're alive. We're alive. We're going to do a little recap off season. You guys can always listen to us on blog talk radio slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. Make sure to hop over to our site, HerFantasyFootball.com, and you can chat with us on Facebook slash Her Fantasy Football and on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB. I'm your host, Courtney Williams. And I'm Ashley. Oh, Williams. I'm not Courtney Williams. I'm Courtney Kirby. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're already well, live. live. Well, I'm Ashley Williams. I had a break. I forgot who I was. I'm Brandon Marianne Lee. <laughs> Someone, got Someone got their name right this time. Yeah. Brandon, the one who's had... Eight different names is the one who got her name right. It's amazing. Right. Ashley will only be a Williams for another month and a half, right, Ash? Are you going to change names on us on the podcast? No, I might stick with my stage name. That's what I'm calling Just it. Just stage now. name. I like that. No, Which is cool. I would have. my stage name. If I had the liberty <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. I would not have changed my name had I not had a man's name. I'm just adding mm. to my name. I'm not dropping my last name, so I figure it works. Absolutely. Like, I'm not going to change my email either. I'm like, no. I've had this email for a long time. We're going to stick with it. Yeah. At this point, why not? Yeah. Seriously. That seems too technical. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Not a lot of work. Well, guys, I'm sorry we've been gone for so long. It feels like a while. We were doing our notes, and we're like, man, where do we get started? I had to apologize on Twitter today. 17? For my absence, I was like, I'm sorry, guys. All the Colin Kaepernick and Johnny Menzel talk to the Broncos sent me to a really dark place. It is. And that's I, where we're going to start, Ashley. We're going to start with the Denver Broncos because we're all Denver Broncos fans. We're here from the city. That's just where we're going to start. And the drama just continues for the Denver Broncos after mm-hmm. winning the Super Bowl. So it's just really, really depressing. Um, (laughs) I love that, Brandon. I love that all of us are like, yeah, no. No. I feel like the Ravens were like that, too. They were like, yeah, no. (laughs) That was a one-timer. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's done now. Nope. Uh, But, yeah, there's no question the Broncos have been busy this offseason giving away players. So annoying for us Broncos fans. We lost Danny Trevelyan, excuse me, yes, Malik Jackson, uh, Vernon Davis, Evan Mathis, and most recently Ryan Clady. Uh, So there goes several good players, along with many others. Um, We also say goodbye to the guard Luis Vasquez and oh Daniel Owens. <laughs> Are you gonna be sad, Courtney? I hope he goes somewhere. Disrespect. I know. I, I want to have him again this year. I do. I do. I really hope he doesn't yeah. go to the 49ers wow. or the Cleveland Browns, and I get to have him. There you so go. I, I will not take those two teams. <laughs> You and your name thing, it kills me every time. I oh know I should be bored by now, but I'm not. I love it. <laughs> I want you to mess up everyone's name you don't like over Oh, my God, and I'm about to do it again, even though like I like listened to it like several times. But I'm going to have you guys help me out here. We picked up O.T. Russell Okong. Okong? This is right? my favorite part, not pronouncing names. 
Yeah, <laughs> off the offensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. You should know it because I've listened to it over and over again, guys. I swear I, I do do you my... You said it slow, and it's 1 in the morning on the East Coast, so yeah. I'm not quite sure I heard yeah. you correct, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's a tackle. Good. I'm, it's I'm perfect. Donald yes. Daniels, too. Yeah, yes, we got it. Donald Daniels. Right. Um, and, of course, we fran- franchise tag Super Bowl 50 champion MVP dancing with the stars. Have you seen him? He's amazing. And Johnny Manziel's new roommate. Just kidding. Von Miller stayed hey. on the team. I love how quick he was to shut that down. Like, no, he is not my roommate. Well, and then Von, and then he Johnny supports Manziel him. Not, like, but sorry, Von. I shouldn't have said that. Not, not cool. We also oh, re-signed C.J. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. We also uh, re-signed C.J. Anderson. And, of course, it's the quarterback situation in the Denver Broncos. It's getting kind of crazy. We let Brock Osweiler go. Bye, Felicia. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Adios. I could care less about you. He got right, stupid Friday. money. Stupid money. Yeah, stupid money. Yeah, of course. Really dumb money for somebody who hasn't proved himself worth anything, but okay. Money sure. well spent, though, is Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, what the heck? No way. What's going on? What are they thinking? But we love Mark Sanchez here at Her Fantasy Football. <laughs> and I'm totally okay with if that's who we have to roll with. Oh, Brandon, you've loved him everywhere except now. So yeah. don't even try That's to right. track right. you. Once the butt fumble happened, I'm saying. Oh, please. Right. Oh, please. Okay, first of all, the butt fumble could have happened to anybody. Anyone. Stop, stop. Watch, stop. watch the sports science. It was physically impossible for him to not butt fumble. I'm dead serious. Watch it. It's fascinating sports science. <laughs> fascinating. Uh, they even had, like, yeah, they had a guy. I was like, who, what actor did they pay to repeatedly do the butt fumble over and over again? So they were, like, actually calculating scientifically the projections and all that is hilarious. They have like a, a little dummy body that, they, that he's hitting. It's fantastic. I'm okay that. with that. For the money, I think it's great. I will stick by the fact that I would take Sanchez any day of the week over Kaepernick. Not even a question in my well, head. Good luck with that. Not even a question. Well, yeah. Ashley um, at Easter said that she was going to have a hard time being a Broncos fan of Kaepernick as her quarterback. So I stand she's going to be airing in one of those new NFL sweater commercials uh-huh. where it's like every year you get a new sweater because you have a new favorite team. That's right. Maybe you, Ashley. Yeah. If Colin Kaepernick joins the Broncos, I encourage anyone to send me your team's jersey, and I'll wear it that week because I won't have a team. Oh, it's so sad to be a Fairweather fan. I, hate I love Kaepernick you, Kaepernick. If you come, I will support you. You're not my favorite, but I will support you because that's what we do at Broncos Nation. Mm-mm. Hashtag blue and orange. Um, but anyways, I we don't know who's going to be the quarterback. There's even a possibility we're going to get one in the, or get a quarterback in the draft. Ugh. Not that I'm in love with any of the quarterbacks that low in the draft, but say la vie, you never know. You never know. Tom Brady. You always say that. There's always Tom Brady somewhere, right? But just a fun little uh, quick thing for you. Here's Sanchez's stat. In 2014, when he played nine games for Philadelphia, 64% percentage completion rate with 2,418 yards and 14 touchdowns. Osweiler's, again, nine games for Denver last year, 61% completion rate. Only 1,967 yards and touched 10 touchdowns. I'm just saying, since Sanchez is clearly the better quarterback. 
and half the money. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Uh, a, like a fifth of the money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, if you're a late round quarterback person in, in the draft for fantasy this year, if Sanchez isn't the starter, I will agree with you. I think that if he's a, a end of the draft flyer, it's not insane. It's not insane. So I mean, yeah. I'm with you. They're, I think they're going to establish more of a run this year than last year because they have Sanchez. I think Sanchez can throw the ball. I think he's perfect for a Kubiak <laughs> offense. I really. Do. I don't know why you're laughing. No, I just love that this is how Osweiler we're starting off coming back. We have to fight about the million dollars for, for proving nothing. And Sanchez wasn't even the starter. I don't know. I think Kubiak's Sometimes. offense can't be saved with anyone, yeah. so who cares? But Sanchez is perfect for Kubiak's <laughs> offense. He he just does what he's asked. What offense? Kubiak, there is Kubiak, no Kubiak that's, offense. That's, that's true. But Kubiak Zero wants offense. Kubiak wants his little puppet, which Peyton Manning was not, and that's where the conflict you know arose last Clearly season. Neither was Osweiler. And, and Sanchez mm-hmm. will be that guy. And Sanchez is also good veteran leadership, and he's come in, acting like the leader, acting like a veteran. He's I, a well liked like team player. I think he's a great fit. I agree. I agree with that. And I, I have nothing bad to say about Mark Sanchez personally. He's always seemed like a very nice person. So at least there's that. He as long as it's made not it Johnny Clear that he didn't have a girlfriend, didn't have a wife, didn't have children. He's here to play football. I like that too. Although I think that people with wives and children can play football too. But sure, yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> they, they can't, Brandon. Oh my God, Brandon's on a roll tonight. We should start it hours earlier. I know. <laughs> Let's get I into know. Brandon. Can you don't love Chiefs. it? He's making a point. Love it. Chiefs. Oh, well, we might as well talk about the Chiefs, right? Okay, so Kansas City extended Travis Kelsey, so you can already count him as probably the overdrafted player of the year this year. Um, listen, he's fine. Just don't. Don't reach for him, please. I'm already begging you. I'll beg you all year. Um, they added Courtney's favorite, Rod Streeter, wide receiver extraordinaire. Now, the biggest news is that the team was penalized for tampering with Jeremy Macklin last season, which, duh. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, everyone was, like, ragging on Chip Kelly not getting Jeremy Macklin back. Chip Kelly wanted Jeremy Macklin back, but Andy Reid had already offered him more than the money that he wanted. Okay, so it was off the table, and he didn't want to go back to Chip Kelly anyway, but what I'm saying is that it was clear tampering. And by the way, the Kansas City Chiefs have not even debated. They've said, yeah, we contacted him. I mean, it's like, it's just crazy. So anyway, this year they're going to lose their third-round pick. Next year they lose their seventh-round pick. The team was fined 250000 Andy Reid find 75,000 their GM find 25,000. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they, the team needs a cornerback coming up on the draft. The draft is obviously uh, at the end of the month and uh, they lost Sean Smith in free agency. He's a guy with an A3.8 pro football focus grade. I mean, you can tell that when he was out, remember, I mean, yeah. they were giving up the most yards to wide receivers. It was horrible, so they obviously need some help there. And even though Streeter is Courtney's favorite, I still think they need some help over there at wide receiver in Kansas City. They They have some young talent, but it hasn't really worked out quite to the level they want. Come on, Chris Conley. I believe in you year two, my friend. Raiders, Ashley. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with a quite impressive stat because I want to start off this year optimistic. Derek Carr, he has thrown for 53 touchdown passes in his first two seasons, which is only second to the great Dan Marino, who holds the record wow. with 68 touchdown passes. Could you believe that? 
I can't believe Damarino did 68 in its first two years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And 53 for Derek Carr. So, you know, really great growth from this player. I think he's just going to grow even more. I want to look for him to be, I'm going to say, a top eight quarterback this season. Consistently? Because he was like top five the first half and then consistently. Fell off I'm going to say consistently. All right. Top eight will for sure end up top eight by the end of the season. I really like Derek Carr. I really right. like him. Um, now, Oakland Raiders have exclusive rights um, with free agency Seth Roberts. They re-signed him, which is good news. He's kind of that slot receiver guy in terms of the speed behind Amari Cooper. So I like him. I think this is more tools uh, that's just being shored up for Derek Carr. I like that. Now, we've got a fun running back situation in Oakland as well, where there's a lot of talk that they need to add a running back. But then Jack Del Rio is going on basically saying that they don't really need to. They've got... You know, they've got Latavius Murray. They feel good with him. But then they didn't really – they weren't that actually great in the run last year. So I think they do actually possibly need some help. I think this is their way of just really telling Murray, you're our guy. You're our guy. Don't freak out, which I kind of like that they're not going to constantly just put him, you know, in a competition situation. He's their guy, which I like. Clive Walford's role is expected to expand in 2016, the tight end. So look yeah. for that. Courtney was a big fan of him. He was coming on pretty yeah. strong at the end of the season. And I think he's going to be. And his name's fun. Clive. Great name. Hello. Great name. Like Olive for a woman. I like that too. <laughs> and then Alden Smith is back, guys. He reached a contract agreement um, on April 4th for a two year deal. Now, he was serving a one year suspension for violating the NFL's substance abuse policy. But Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. And then uh, free agent <laughs> Reggie Nelson, who is formerly the Bengals, he has agreed to a two-year deal as well. So they're kind of starting to shore up their defense a little bit. I think the Raiders could be a contender this year. Or well, in, the, in the AFC West. Just there. Okay. To maybe wow. take it. I mean, the Broncos aren't going to be as great. Clearly Sanchez can't get it done, and Kaepernick won't get it done. So the Raiders better get it done. Uh San Diego, on the other hand, they're still trying to recover from last year. Really rough on them. Um, really new coaching staff, except for the head coach, Mike McCoy. He's still there. How? I don't know why they don't get North Turner back. Just I'm back sorry. I'm, I don't mean to be judging, but how does Mike McCoy keep his job and other people? Well, oh. I appreciate that for San Diego because give, give the coaches a chance. He only had him for one full season. so I'm okay. Two full seasons, I guess, so... I think yeah. That's okay. Okay. yeah. <laughs> it's like walk the plank tonight with everybody. Yeah, it truly is. <laughs> I'm back in mid-season back form. In the lunch, uh -huh. Brandon. It's okay. It's, it's like how is that guy in the NFL still? How is he even a coach? <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man, they did add Travis Benjamin. Um which I think I like. I, I, I love it. I do. I keep going I back too. and forth, but I think... Takes over for Floyd. Mm. I feel good about it. I think it's a great move. Sexy. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think it's a lot of competition, actually. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing, but for fantasy-wise, I don't know if you're going to be seeing those huge games out of Travis Benjamin that you did um, in Cleveland with one of the quarterbacks, you know. Um, yeah, so but I don't know. It's all about Rivers, right? I mean, say, I think or not you believe that Rivers is going to be decent this year or if he's hit that wall of age. No, I don't think it's necessarily all Rivers. I mean, there's people who play there already, you know, in the receiving 
core that are that are good. You know, obviously Keenan Allen is the star, and then you have in Inman and somebody else that I can't think of right now. And then uh, Floyd retired. Floyd retired, but then you have Woodhead too. That's a receiver, basically. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's a receiver. Um, that's legit. And, yeah, and I think there's a place for him because Rivers just likes to throw. I do, but if for fantasy purposes, like he's not the number one only target like he was in Cleveland. No, but he's a perfect stream. He is. I think it will only. I but like to it. me, I feel like it's only. I think it's more beneficial to Keenan Allen and Philip Rivers than it might be for Travis Benjamin. I like him. I just am really worried about him with targets. You know. Yeah. And, no, you know, it's a like Kenny Stills kind of thing. Like, maybe only needs three targets to, like, have huge, fa huge fantasy impact. But I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays off with, with preseason for me, for Travis. Um, but uh, the, uh, the Chargers recently added tight end Jeff Cumberland to help with the never-aging Antonio Gates, who got a new two-year deal, which I can't, I can't, even, believe, I can't it. believe it. I just can't believe it. I just love awesome. it. Awesome. I love it. I just love it. It's crazy. He um, is the most hilarious player to watch. Because he, he's, die. like, huge. Like yeah. He is but he still gets, like, it, gets done. it done. Yeah, he, he does. Done. It's amazing. It's, it's when he's fantastic on the when he's on the field. But, hey, another year. Buffalo Again, Bills. I'm a negative Nancy. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so the Buffalo Bills have made some defensive moves to clear up some cap space, which is good and bad depending on how you look at it. Uh, they released defensive end Mario Williams as well as cornerback Ladois Mc I cannot say that name McKelvin, um, which is good. So that freed up about twelve point five million with just McKelvin alone being gone, which they needed that space to open up. Now, unfortunately, Booby Dixon is gone, which makes me very sad Aww. because I just love saying that name. But there's I I may not even get this team back next year, so you know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but they also signed um, Richie Incognito. So that's interesting. He's one of those Somebody players did. that's uh, kind of on that almost like blacklist level, but not quite. And there's always some coach who's going to be out there to reach out to them. And the Bills, Bills are the team. So, you know, second chances, here we go. Now, Charles Clay restructured his contract, <clears throat> which was good, which freed up $7.5 million. So it's always great when you see players are willing to restructure. Plus... I think he's, his production has really dropped down. So that's good as well. Um, Dan Carpenter restructured his contract. And then we've also got a deal with Greg Salas. I don't know if that's how you say his name. Um, but he's now replacing essentially Chris Hogan, who is coming in, um, who signed with the Patriots. But we also have Leonard Hankerson coming in to also kind of fill that wide receiver three role. So it's going to be interesting to see during camp who's kind of battling out for that position. Again, none of these guys are really guys that you're going to want to roster. I thought, I thought Leonard Hankerson had so much potential last year. He does, but he always has potential, and he never that. produces for you in a consistent no. way. I'd rather I take think he's a sleeper here. here. You I think, think he's a sleeper? I think he's a sleeper here. I love Tyrod Taylor. I know you're going to get into what's going I'm on getting, with the yeah. Bills and all that sort of stuff with that. But if Tyrod Taylor can continue being the guy, which he deserves, in my humble opinion. Agreed. Uh, I think he's a perfect number two to Sammy Watkins. I think he complements it very well. I, I mean, they need him. Percy Harvin's never is healthy. So they got rid of Chris Hogan. It's over. It's got to be Leonard Higginson, right? Well, Percy has to decide if he's going to retire. Please, even if he doesn't, he's, yeah. he, he gets hurt all the time. And I'm sorry <laughs> to say that, but that's the reality. I'm not trying to be a jerk. 
But you I think he's got potential. I just don't know if I would count on him as a wide receiver too on my team. He's good, you know, I would maybe consider him a wide no, receiver. No, he's three. wide receiver two for the Bills. Right. No, no, of course, of course. No, he's a wide receiver three or flex. But to me, he's got so much upside, right? I mean, Tyrod Taylor got He's Sam a roster spot almost. Yeah. He's, he's a deep he's just roster, a roster spot. spot. <laughs> but I'd rather have Travis Benjamin if I had to choose, personally. Sure. But you are right, Bram. We're talking yeah. about Tyrod Taylor. It's really interesting because the Bills have been hosting dinners and really scouting a lot of these quote-unquote hot quarterbacks in the draft. And it's just kind of a disconnect for me because they just don't seem set on Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback. You know, he's under contract through 2016, uh, but they have very little interest at all in really talking with him. You know, and, and I don't understand. Like, he's got such potential. What What is the disconnect here? I'll take you, Tyrod. Send Come him to the Broncos. Come to the Broncos. Come to the Broncos. Come to the Broncos. There were rumors that he was interested in the Broncos. Yeah, I, was like, I heard that. Well, that's heaven. He should be, but I think that's for me it's really like. hard for me to analyze any of these players until we know the quarterback situation. Correct. I think it's going to be Tyrod. I, I don't imagine they're going to draft a rookie and put the rookie in right away, but maybe they would. Maybe they really just don't value Tyrod Taylor, which doesn't make sense to me based on how he did in 2015. So much raw potential there. I just don't understand it. I don't know if any of those quarterbacks are ready to start day one. I, I, I know everyone's going to Carson but... Wentz, you know, and they're like, he's going to go to Cleveland and it's cold weather and blah, 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 the Dakota thing. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I got a little Carson Wentz fever myself. I think he's great. But I still, I still don't think he's day one. No, they, no. they have to stop putting these quarterbacks in day one, the first snap. It's just especially crazy. An option. Yeah, they need to stop doing that, especially this class. None of these yeah. guys are all-stars. None of these guys are, you know, like... Yeah, they're the all kind of... Yeah. At this point, they're not. And again, there's always that star, but they usually sit behind somebody for two or three years. Right, and Paxton yeah. Lynch is, like, athletic and everything. I mean, they have qualities that are great. I don't want to diss them as players. I'm saying you have Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but Tyrod Taylor... Those numbers of the Broncos qualities. might take Paxton Lynch. But How are they going to get Paxton Lynch? He's not going to fall to them at 30. I mean, I, I, they'd have to trade up and... I mean, maybe he'd fall. You never know, but... Maybe. A lot of people hurt on... It's going to be an offensive line kind of draft, I have a feeling. Well, and the best talents there, too. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a going, but we'll see. The Dolphins. Adam Gaze is the new face of the Dolphins coaching staff, uh -huh. and as they say hello to the new coaches, they say goodbye to Lamar Miller. Goodbye. He joins the Houston Texans. Adios. Um, well, they didn't use him anyway. And they just signed running backs Daniel Thomas and Isaiah Pede, who they will not probably use either. No. So um, They also signed C.J. Anderson. Remember that? Oh, yeah. But he recanted that one. He's back <laughs> to the Broncos. Uh, Greg Jennings is off the team and has yet to find a new home. That's kind of sad. When they get old. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> um, what does that mean? I think that, you know, I think that the Miami is going to be working on the offensive line. Um, they've been working on their defense. Um, they got Mario Williams, and I love him. I just, I really think the Miami defense is going to be much better this year, which is good. I thought they were going to be better last year, and they weren't, but I really think that they're going to be better this year. And hopefully if they can get... A couple more people for that offensive line. I know they've been working on it yeah. um, to keep Tannehill upright. That would be fantastic. And that can only help 
Mr. Jarvis Landry, um, Richard Matthews has found a new home as well. Yeah. It's no longer a Miami Dolphin. The New England Patriots. Well, the biggest signing of free agency, in my humble opinion, is Martellus Bennett to the New England Patriots. I don't know how the winning keep winning. It's I, I was shocked when I heard that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I just threw my hands up. I was like, why don't we just put them in the playoffs right away? Why do we even play the season? Just put Where the do they find all this playoffs? money? Are these people not getting paid? Because they Is don't draft people. They, I'm telling you what they do is that they find these gems in the draft, but they always trade out of the first round. So they don't have a first-round pick this year, by the way. So it's 31 picks instead of 32 uh, because of Spygate. Right. But who cares? They never use their first-round pick anyway. Sure, they always trade it. So, I, But it's good because they're not paying first-round money. Exactly. It, it actually doesn't hurt them at all. To be entirely, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I, a lot of New England Patriots fans are going to say to me, Brandon, that's crazy. It, help, it hurts them, maybe. But they, this is what they do. They're they so good at finding bargains. They're yeah. so good at finding these free agents. And you know what? They're very meticulous about who they select. I have to give it up to them. They're fantastic. Yeah. And Martellus Bennett is the answer that they're looking for. They want these tight end heavy sets, right? But they got rid of Scott Chandler, as they should. They've never found an answer to the Aaron Hernandez murder trial. Never. What's Martellus Bennett? Till now. It's going to be a mini-series, you guys. He's a little bit arrogant. There's no doubt about it. He's a locker room problem. The the Bears had a lot of problems with him. They were shopping him around for a while, so the Patriots swooped in with a discount. And, uh, but who cares? That's the, that's the Patriots' specialty is taking on these kind of players that oh, have locker room issues and making them better. This is what yeah. they do. Not a problem. I have no, anyway, I'm losing my mind. The two prior years with the Bears, he had 759 and 916 yards. He's going to bounce back to that area, in my opinion, and they're going to be lethal in the red zone. Lethal. Yeah. But anyway, now he gets Brady instead of Cutler. So congratulations, Martellus Bennett. You won free agency. <laughs> I just, like... There you go. Um, so, listen, he could also disappear into oblivion because, you know what, this is the Patriots, and we just never know. But, you know what, I, as far as I'm concerned, I think you need to check out of the Danny Amendola train if you have him on, like, some sort of dynasty league. You think he's a sleeper. I don't think so. Not only do I think it's Marcellus Bennett, but I also think it's Chris Hogan, which is a very kind of hush-hush signing that ha happened. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the offseason. Watch his OTAs. Chris Hogan's always kind of the guy who has random good games. He does, yeah. Or shows up for random good catches. He's kind of like the a, a newer Danny Amendola type. That was kind of his game. So um, anyway, now that they don't have Brandon LaFell, I only catch 50% of my passes. Um, I think it's going to be a Hogan-Martellus-Bennett show. I mean, obviously, it's always the Gronk show. I mean, they're always, always. – and then Julian Edelman. But I think these are two other things. And um, again, I you know they also re-signed LeGarrette Blount. I, I think they're fine. There you go. And you know what? They don't have a first-round pick. Whatever. They're going to focus on that offensive line because Brady's not getting any younger, and they're just going to do it the rest of the way. Nice. Jets. Jets. Daryl Rivas. He had surgery on his wrist, guys, for a torn ligament. Um, do you remember when I tore the ligament in my hand hitting a pinata slash not hitting a pinata and missing and tearing a ligament? 
<laughs> Darrell Revis did not missing, missing, missing yeah. a full golf season. Well, <laughs> I feel your pain, Darrell. I hope surgery went well. Um, <laughs> let me know. I still have my my cast. I can give you my little. But uh, he's going to be in a hard cast for two to three months, and he will more than likely miss the off season activities. But it's, I mean, it's Revis. Who cares? Like he's he's prepared. He'll be he's expected to be ready for training camp. Uh, he's probably going to get that kind of vet treatment for the most part anyway, so I'm not even remotely concerned about his pinata injury. He didn't swing a pinata. I did, but just put that in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. You never know. Guys. It's off season. That's true. We don't happen. know what happened. We don't I love know. how everybody complains about, not everybody, but a lot of people are complaining about the whole, like, Antonio Brown and Von Miller dancing. I'm like, at least they're dancing and not out, like, Playing basketball with their how many people have all those injuries playing basketball with their friends or a random like pinata injury or whatever or <laughs> you know like so he's dancing whatever or like Tom Brady sky you know jumping off a cliff right yeah with those weird wrists exactly so you do you Ryan Fitzpatrick though guys I'm a little nervous for my Oops. bearded wonder it's very concerning to me. Uh, they've not made any progress in contract talks, really. You know, Fitzpatrick is still being targeted as their quarterback, allegedly. Um, but they just are, they got a gap here on the, the terms of the money that they want. And I understand it because Fitz knows this is his last contract negotiation, really, for good money. It is what it is. So he's going to try to get what he can out of it. He's holding out. I completely understand. And, and you know, when guys like Brock get the money they get, it's hard to ju justify not paying Fitzy the same kind of money. So, interesting situation. But allegedly, they're targeting tight ends in the draft with Hunter Henry being the person that they want to target. They think they might be able to get him. So, keep an eye on that. I think that'd be great to add a tight end. Um, clearly, Jay Samaro is not necessarily the answer for this team. So, I'll be really so intrigued. It, it, there's such potential there, but I mean, just... It's kind of panned out how it's going to pan out, I feel like. So they're kind of going to switch directions, possibly looking for a tight end in the draft. And like Courtney said, they did get Ryan Clady. <clears throat> now, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because Ryan Clady really struggles to stay healthy. Um, in theory, it could be great because he's a, you know, a Pro Bowl offensive tackle, but if he's injured, that's not going to help them out at all. So you know, it's a really interesting situation there. I don't know if I'd say it's a win for them, but you know, the Broncos were able to clear some money off their books, so I understand why they did it. And Matt Forte. And Matt Forte. Was that just so him? old news that he's it was so, yeah, it was so old news that I just that's the that's problem with us not doing this show. But I wanted to freak out because I'm so glad he's in the state with me now. It's true. Yay. I was kind of like, well, yeah, and Matt Forte, but it's true. But it's Your so hard. We're like, all the boys moved out to the east for you, Brandon. They really do. Following you, I will interview one of them one of these days. There you go. I'm looking at you, Matt Forte. We're going to be best friends. Houston Texans. Uh, the Texans, as we were talking about, gave Brock Osweiler $37 million guaranteed over the next two seasons to not be Brian Hoyer. Yeah. That is really all they're requesting of him. <laughs> yeah. Just do I not think it's be too Brian much. Hoyer. I think it's way too much, of and course. I cannot wait until Houston falls on their face. He I'm is sorry. Houston is a place for quarterbacks to go and die, and... Poor Hoyer. He is a six foot eight tall drink of water. Hopes to prove that he's worth his price. Eek. I mean, in good news, mm -hmm. he'll get to work with DeAndre Hopkins, so that's good. Yeah. And he'll get to work with Lamar Miller. 
Other than Matt Forte and the New York Jets, which I am one of the very few people that actually thinks he's going to be a big deal there, but Lamar Miller, everyone knows, is going to be a big deal in Houston. Why? Because they're looking at Arian Foster numbers. Also, this guy, even though, and I'm not kidding you, there were games where the frickin' Miami Dolphins would only hand him the ball nine times. Yeah. The guy averaged 4.5 yards per carry and 8.4 yards per reception on the season without barely any usage. Yeah, his pitch count was ridiculous. I, I, it, Every single week I was angry at Lamar Miller, but not because of Lamar Miller, because of the Dolphins. But anyway, they're not going to do that in Houston. They're not going to do that in Houston, so don't worry. Um, unfortunately, everyone else will know that. You're not going to be able to get a deal. But you know what? A lot of people this year are going to go. We haven't really talked about technique here yet, but uh, a lot of people are going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, the top two rounds. If you are someone that wants to buck the system and say, you know what? I am going to go running back in the first round or the second round. Lamar Miller, that's who I would say you have to get. There you hear it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I'm obsessed. I would like the Texans to draft a wide receiver <laughs> or a tight end. Why? I don't know if I'm that obsessed about Lamar Miller. The excitement about Lamar Miller is awesome. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm, into I'm telling you, I don't disagree with you. I love the facts that you have displayed here. But at the end of the day, it's still Lamar Miller. And but I know it's right. 4.5, but like, there's a reason why it, it can't just be because they're not using Here's why they're, they're not using him correctly, because they've had several coaches with him. But here's, here was Lamar's issue always. A, carries. He never could get his groove. When he, when he was getting carries, he always had great games. Yes. And B, Lamar Miller's one of those guys. I feel like when you're, play, like when you're playing sports and there's coaches, like you've got certain players that you've got to encourage. They need to feel secure in their role, and then they play well. And then there's other people that almost need to feel like they're about to lose a role at all times to play well. That is not Lamar Miller. No, he the needs moment to be they always threw in a competition, he would just drop off and be horrible. Yeah, and he doesn't and really have a competition with Texans. You know, it's they him. They're not interested. So, they want to drive him into the ground. They want yeah. to treat him like DeMarco Murray circa 2014. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Lamar Miller, Brian. I'm okay with that. I'm on, I'm on the know, I'm the only you. one who's like crazy town, probably. I, probably it's just me. I'm just telling you. I like you. Lamar Miller. I'm just like, I don't know if I'm like... I've been negative all night. This is my only positive moment. I'm not. This I'm, is I'm, true. This is true. You know what? Go. Feeling it, Brandon. Go Lamar <laughs> Miller. Houston <laughs> Texans uh, Super Bowl champs. Because right you know what I'm going to tell you right now? I wish <laughs> that they would draft a wide receiver or a tight end. Do you know who the Texans tight ends were? No, they don't have any. No, did they? Uh, well, Ryan Griffin yeah. and CJ Fedorowicz combined. <laughs> they scored three touchdowns all season. It's a great name. Love he clearly did not play much, or we would have said Fedorowicz a lot last A season. lot. There was no reason to say that word. Of course there wasn't. There was barely a reason to say Griffin. There was barely a reason to say Houston Texans. Thank True. you, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Colts. <laughs> so I can't really follow with the same enthusiasm that Brandon have about Lamar Miller there. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. Andrew Luck is in his final year of his rookie contract, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Jim Ursay expects extension talk to begin in the coming months. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, but Frank Gore is expected to return, guys. He is expected to be their primary oh back in 2016 still. They did pick up Robert Turbin and Jordan Todman. 
um, yeah. to back him up. But Gore is allegedly still the dude, so we will see. I do think last year was really rough to judge him on because we had the whole luck going at her. We had the Hasselback situation. It was just it was tough. But I think this would be a better year for Frank Gore. Mm. I certainly would not waste a draft pick. Go for Lamar Miller. Go for him instead. Uh, but I don't hate him as like a third, fourth string <laughs> backup for you. That's okay. What? Jamal Charles? Hello, Lamar Miller. Obviously, Jamal Charles. <laughs> well, you compared him to Arian Foster. Yeah. Well, he's the new Arian Foster. Foster. He yeah. is not the new Arian Foster. Just because yes. he's on the same team does not make him the new Arian Foster. Stop yourself. Arian Foster in his prime. Lamar Miller doesn't always stay healthy. He's going to stay healthier um, than Arian Foster. That's, that's true. It's pretty hard to not stay healthier than Arian Foster. That's true. He does, yeah. When I have the You're flu, sometimes I'm healthier than Arian Foster. <laughs> God love him. I love him. I will always draft Arian Foster. I will I will live and die by that guy. I'm just saying. Let's be real. He's worth every game he's actually healthy for. I know. When he plays, it's magic. Yeah. It is magic. It is. It's like We're Disney gonna... when like the fireworks go off of <laughs> Above the castle. Behind the castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like how it is when he's on the field. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. It's constant. Twice a year. <laughs> well, we're hoping we're going to see some fireworks out of Philip Dorsett this year, who is expected oh, to replace <laughs> Andre Johnson in that three receiver reset. Yeah. I don't know why even play that much. But Dorsett has potential. He has I don't know potential. Why you like him. He's a sleeper. And Andre Johnson was released by the Colts, which makes me very sad, but. It's true. Um, I think Dorsett's got some options. Again, people were really high on him last year. Not sure it was worth all the hype for where you probably drafted him. No. With the rookie hype. Uh, not rookie hype, but you know what I mean. So, But something to definitely keep an eye out for because we got a healthy luck. Again, we didn't have a healthy luck last year, so it was a little bit of an unfair kind of look at him, I would say. Um, Hasselbeck, guys, was told by the Colts that he is not in their plans for next season, and therefore... He announced his retirement. Uh, he joined ESPN as an NFL analyst, and I am pumped to have the Hasselback brothers. Awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, and then they signed free agent Dwayne Allen. This was a little surprising. There was a lot of talk thinking that they were going to sign Colby Fleener, and then they, designed, they signed Dwayne Allen, who was really used in only a blocking um, packages last year. He really was yeah, not but they need for that. But they do need blocking, so they decided to <laughs> they're just have him block some more. So he has done that, and Kobe Fleener is now with the Saints. So it's, it's going to be a different look because we've been really used to that sort of two tight end set. Granted, one was more an offensive-minded, one was in that blocking package, but uh, it's going to be a little bit of a shift. Bummer. Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars, Ashley. I like Fleener. Did Fleener get picked up? By Saints. Saints. So oh, the Saints. You just said yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Mercedes Lewis signed a three-year deal with the Jags after, you know, there's a pursuit with the Los Angeles Rams. We were talking before the show how it's going to be really hard for us to say Los Angeles Rams versus St. Louis Rams. Uh, it's just tough. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but we'll get used to it. Uh, so he's back with the team. I'm very mad that we did not keep Malik Jackson because he was my top priority in the offseason, and we, we dropped the ball Broncos. I will say that. But the Jacksonville Jaguars did not. They scooped him right up. He's got a new contract with them. They I love those old Broncos. They sure do. They're going to feel really good about it. He's a great fit there. Um, they signed Chris Ivory to a new contract, a five-year deal. Mm. So that's really interesting because you got TJ Yeldon in the mix. and that's So they're going to be battling out for the starting role. And I think that could be one that could be 
a really nasty committee situation that we're looking at here. I think they're going to go That's back. That's why I love Lamar Miller. Well, it's true because I think I don't think you can really depend on either of these guys. I think they're going to be doing a lot of back and forth as terms of who's actually going to be starting. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, Gary Toby Gerhart was released. Again, this is of no news to you, but <laughs> I just love so Alan Hearns could also have some contract extension talk, which I'm excited for. But more than that, he said that him and Allen Robinson are the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL and are just going to improve. And I like that moxie. I like that confidence. I'm feeling good. We still love our Allen brothers. Allen brother receivers. Allen brothers. You go for it. You I agree with them. It. I mean, I don't really agree with them, but I think it's fun. I love it. Why not? Why not? Why not? They're close. They're real close, yeah. They're definitely in the top five. Oh my God, they're top three. Top three, top three tandem for sure. For sure. Yeah. As of last year's stats, for last year's stats. Yeah. Now that Eric Decker and Demarius Thomas. Did you think up. about it? The, the the top three wide receivers, they don't have a second person with them. It's true. And you can't add the Denver Broncos because Demarius Thomas didn't catch any balls. Yeah, he's practically That's not even right. a Bronco. He's practically not a Bronco. And you can't do the Green Bay Packers because JJ Nelson didn't play. Jordy. Jordy. Jordy Nelson, excuse me. Jordy Nelson didn't play. So, I mean, there's, you know. No, I think you're right. I think there's a legitimate argument there. Very legit argument. And I'd get my hands on either of the Allen brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm in my fantasy drafts. Mm-hmm. My fantasy drafts. Tennessee Titans. Well, DeMarco Murray finds himself a new home. I kind of like this. Titans. And I love it. I love it. I was not a Murray fan last year. I told you not to draft him, and I was right. I didn't know it was going to be Chip Kelly's fault, but I knew it wasn't going to be right, and it wasn't. I think this year it's going to be right. Mm. It's so it's so wrong it's right, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that's I, why I like it, that I'm just like, yeah. well, what else are the Titans going to do? Run. I like low expectations, and he'll exceed it. Well, I think this is, yeah. I think this is only going to help Delaney Walker, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, now yeah. they're going to be covering Murray in the red zone, and Delaney Walker is going to be open even more. I mean, for how many touchdowns he got from being the only person on the on the damn offense, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So, and we're only using damn because we don't have a parental advisory anymore, but you know what we mean by Titans offense. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Richard Matthews <laughs> is the new uh, Titans wide receiver, and I like that too. I'm yeah. into it. I love what the Titans are doing. They're building an offense around their star quarterback. And I, I just I can't do it. And not only that, but they're backing him up too, guys. Matt Castle finds his fifth NFL home, signing a two-year contract to back up Mar- Marcus Marietta and Zach Mettenberger. It doesn't matter. I just love that Matt Castle found another home again. Just making that money. It. Just making that money. Each signing, making a little bit, just a little bit. It's the engine that kept going, man. I'm into it. Um, and bad news out of Tennessee is that they re-signed Antonio Andrews. For I am bummed as to how that he's going to be used with the Demarcus Murray signing. That basically means you don't draft Antonio Andrews. I would not draft him at all. I the coaches want to run Demarco Murray into the ground again this year. I think they're going to lay up on him a little bit. Um, but not enough but, to make Andrew relevant. But not enough no. to make Andrew relevant. Andrew wasn't relevant when he would try to be number one either. So yeah. I don't think I think we can just say goodbye to Andrews. I don't think it's like a smart handcuff because I think once Murray, if Murray drops, I think then the offense plan switches. 
it's not going to like be a you certainly won't like get this. Yeah, Antonio answers in, and mm-hmm. and it, it's the same. It's the same game. It's not. It's not so. like the Kansas City plug and play. No. 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 The Bills. I mean, how, you could have played six different running backs for that team last year, and you would have won each week in fantasy. You know. So, but yeah. So that's my news for the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore Ravens. There's very little to report other than the signing. Well, I shouldn't say that. The signing of Mike Wallace means something. And I know that he had a bad year uh, with Minnesota, only 39 catches, 473 yards, and two touchdowns. But here's the deal. Brashard Perryman is still not playing, you guys. Coach Harbaugh said that he still isn't running, quote-unquote, fully. What? He's got some time. Concerning, but he's got some time. it's It's been over a year. Yeah, this is real. I'm I'm concerned. I'm I'm very concerned. I think Kamar Aiken is a good to go. Steve Smith's coming back. S S S. Steve Smith Senior. Best news. Um, there is. Triple S sauce. Triple S. I'm so excited. He came out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. He can't go out like that. Um, and then they signed Mike Wallace. I think this is security. I'm a little concerned. The other thing they did is they signed tight end Ben Watson, who caught 74 passes for 825 yards and six touchdowns last year in New Orleans. I'm actually into this pickup. I don't know how I feel about it because they have Crockett Gilmore and Max Williams, the guy that is only going into his second year. Uh, and then Dennis Pitta wants to restructure his contract. Abs- get rid of Pitta. I can't. I can't even with Pitta. <laughs> I. You want to Does talk he about even have real Why anymore? are they in the like NFL fake. anymore? Joints everywhere. No, it's all upsetting. I get it, but I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. This is weird. Watch OTAs, people. Up. Dennis Pitta literally sends me into the, a similar rage as Colin Kaepernick. Oh come and, on, Dennis Pitta got no, hurt. That's totally no, different. No tight end should send me into that kind of rage. And <laughs> he's done, he's done nothing wrong other than just be constantly injured. I don't. Why would anyone pick him up? Why is he still playing in the NFL? These these are questions that clearly no one can answer for me. He loves the game and he makes a ton of money. I don't care. Retire. Okay. Anyway, they're gonna focus on utility players in the trenches in the draft, hopefully. So that's how I feel about that. Cincinnati Bengals. Well, if we're to continue the rage, which we should. Brandon LaFell, <laughs> he agreed to a deal with the Bengals. Ah! I hate this. <laughs> I hate it so much. Brandon I just can't get over it. Would you rather have Brandon LaFell or Mohamed Sanil? Brandon LaFell or Marvin Jones? Oh, Brandon LaFell. Yeah, that makes sense. Mr. Oh. I can only catch 20% of the balls thrown my way. Amazing. By, yeah. Aaron, by uh, Tom Brady. Give me a break. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But they did exercise an option on Tyler Eifert, so he'll remain a Bengal, so that's some good news. Now, Andy Dalton, his thumb has been throwing the ball. You remember he had his little thumb injury. He has had no restrictions with his throwing, which has been great. Um, but what's interesting is he says Dalton isn't worried about the loss of Marvin Jones and Mohamed Sanu in free agency. You should be. Yeah. You should definitely be concerned. I don't know why you're not concerned about it. That's... Have you not been watching tape of Brian LaFell? I thought A.J. McCarron was the next Tom Brady. Well, A.J. McCarron will not be traded this offseason, according to head coach Marvin Lewis. And why would they? Why would you trade away a potentially starter quarterback, not Tom Brady's starting quarterback, to up, you know, uproot Andy Dalton, obviously, 
but it makes no sense. This whole team is a nightmare. And then we get into my very favorite player, Jeremy Hill, who also sends me into a very, very dark place. <laughs> uh, Mr. Paul's in the end zone, all of a sudden he's a fantasy yeah, guy, and you're like, yeah, stop exactly. it. Uh, so <laughs> I guess he met with the coaching staff at the end of the season last year while they were still playing, but, you know, towards the near end. And they basically were yelling at him to say, stop effing around, you know, trying to make all these turns. Just run north and south, buddy. You know, and he had a pretty disappointing season in 2015. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it's, it's what you expect from him. But he's still back in the mix. And they signed a new deal with uh, Pac-Man Jones. So the Cleveland, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals continue to be a very frustrating team. Yep. But not like, as frustrating as the Browns, and that's no, too thick. No. Right. This, this is the team I do not want. This and the 49ers do not want I, them. I refuse to ever speak of Johnny Menzel, Mr. I hit a woman so hard she has hearing problems now, and I stunk anyway, so who the hell cares? Anyway, long name, but you get it. I'm done with this guy, and so are the Browns. Bye. He yep. should literally not play in the 2016 season. I hope not. I, I'm sorry. You beat women. You get in accidents. You are a liar. You are a. I mean, well, and he just got into, and the hit and run he just had. Were they? The hit and the, I mean, I'm done. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? I said I actually tweeted out earlier. I said if I never hear another story about Johnny Menzel. It'll be too soon. Literally never want to hear about him again. Goodbye. You know who else is bye-bye? Josh Gordon. Oh, and that's man. What a waste. What the a waste. failed a drug test because he had marijuana in it, and he diluted it. He didn't even get it all out. And if you get a diluted chest, it's considered a positive anyway, so who cares? It's How hard is it to not smoke weed? It's a waste. It's sad. It is what it is. I, I, and you know what? Fine. This is this is what it is. But wow. Yeah, I'm worried. It's really sad. It's really sad. So the or Browns make weed legal in the NFL, and then we won't have these problems. And then we can draft Josh Gordon and kick people's asses in fantasy. But football. weed isn't legal in Cleveland. It's not. Yeah, it's not legal I know there. That's what I'm saying. It's not legal federally. Make it legal. But yeah. even in Colorado, where it's legal here, it's still illegal for me to smoke weed at my job. Just because yeah. it's legal doesn't mean the NFL is going to say it's okay. Now, granted, there is the, the NFL argument makes that there's legal. certain healing properties to marijuana that has helped, and I, and I can understand that argument, and I think they should look into that argument. But the matter of the fact is it is still illegal. He knows it's illegal right now, and he, can, he can't stop himself. He's throwing away no. talent and millions of dollars because he's just completely unable to help himself. I, I can't. Continue hoping that people turn it around. I wrote his article, or I read his article on Medium when he talked about how he was, you know, going to be fine. And I, I mean, I just, again, it's gone. Uh, the Browns decided to also take on RG3 because they did not have enough problems. Yeah. So they made sure to really go all in this year. Um, and they also got ter my guy, Terrell Pryor. That's right. To fill in for that. <laughs> the first and last <laughs> Why time we'll say his name again. Oh my gosh! I can't. I actually kind of so want this bad. team. There's such a train wreck. I want. Oh, it's so bad. I know you do because you love RG3. You sicko. I don't love RG3. I love the circus nightmare that comes along with RG3. Okay. They also lost Pro Bowler Alex Mack, their center. It's a big one. And Travis Benjamin, among others. It's just a hot mess. And then Hugh Jackson decided to be the head coach. How could you take this job? 
I would say it's a silver lining, but they fire people after one year. So, I mean, yeah. I don't even know. And as far as what they're going to do in the draft, who knows? They could draft literally anyone in the first round, and it is an upgrade at whatever position it, that it's at. Like, literally, who knows? It's a wild card, complete wild card. Totally agree. Mm. Steelers. Well, the Steelers, Steelers, excuse me, were able to retain a lot of their players that were free agents this, mm-hmm. uh, this offseason. So that's great. Sad news is that my man, Heath Miller, retires after 11 years in the NFL. I feel like a lot of people are retiring this year. They I don't are. know why, but I feel like it's a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm going to miss telling people when to play you and not to play you. I have to say he was one of the most consistent tight ends. When certain people were on the field, you knew you could play Heath Miller, and when certain people were not, you know, were back on the field, you knew he was no longer relevant. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. And now it's gone. They picked up Ladarius Green from San Diego Chargers. I think that's good. I I like Ladarius Green a lot. I think actually he's going to be very beneficial to the Steelers' offense. So I'm into it. I'm I not agree. upset about it at all. Uh, it's going to be another good year for fantasy in, in Pittsburgh. Chicago Bears. Martavis Bryant getting suspended. Well, Martavis Bryant's always your flashy, you know, like, wild card. But I'm afraid he's going Josh Gordon. It's sad. Just It's like, ah, ah, millions of dollars. Well, I'm negative Nancy tonight again. Literally rolling <laughs> things up, setting them on fire, like your money. Like your money. All right. Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears. There you go. All right. They franchised Alshon Jeffrey. He only played nine games last season, but all 16 the two years prior. He might be a fire sale this year. And considering so many people are going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, he might be a wide receiver that you can get at a decent place in the first or second round. So just putting that out there. Fingers crossed. They let Matt Forte go, which is sad. But now it's the Jeremy Langford uh, show going on here, except for I think Kadeem Carey might give him a little run for his money. So I would say watch all of the preseason. This is why you watch preseason, you guys. And also, if Jeremy Langford gets hurt, Carey's the guy. Now, supposedly Kevin White is 100% healthy, the opposite of Brashard Perryman, the other wide receiver that was supposed to be great from last year's rookie class. Um, that's according to their GM, Ryan Pace. Full speed ahead for the OTAs. And I know that Ashley loves when we say that they should be okay <laughs> months in advance, but that is what we know. And um, we love upgrades in the offense and the draft, but we know that their problem is the defense. It's absolutely their defense. So uh, do not look... Uh, for big, flashy things to happen for the offense for the Bears. Oh, sad. I like Lingford, though. I do, too. I hope I you do don't too. have to pay too much for him. I think he is another Lamar Miller type. I, I didn't know that anybody could be on the same level as Lamar Miller. But well, I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just saying there's so many there's so <laughs> solo backs that I kind of freak out about them. That's true. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, I do. It's good. It's a good thing. Detroit Lions. So, guys, Calvin Johnson filed his retirement papers. I'm so sad. I can't believe he actually followed through. Brokenhearted about it. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. Not the way he wanted to. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I just felt like he had so much more to give. He did. uh, He did. 
He did, but I feel like he knew when his body was he was he was done. You know, his body was done. You want to put? You no, know I feel it was. I feel in. like the lions, like he outgrew the lions. You know, yeah, they were never gonna let him go. And they were never going to let him go, and I think he wanted to retire a lion. I just don't think that, like, he felt the passion for the lions anymore. At least I just want to blame the lions because I can't imagine that Calvin would blame Calvin. No. Yeah, he's not going to do it, so we can. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll make up any story you want, Calvin. Yeah, so he's gone. But insert Marvin Jones, which I think is a fantastic pickup. Bran is making a face. She doesn't like it. Oh, hey, I'm I'm here to listen. You don't like wow, Marvin Jones? Wow, you compared Lamar Miller to Arian Foster and Marvin Jones to Calvin Johnson. This is a great show, guys. I'm not saying Marvin Jones is, is, <laughs> is Calvin Johnson caliber, but of the free agents out there for a wide receiver, I'm into Marvin Jones. You can't replace Calvin Johnson. You can't replace, and I don't yeah. think they're trying to replace yeah. Calvin Johnson, no. but I think Marvin Jones is a really great addition to this team given the fact that He's not playing anymore, right? So I like it. They got wide receiver Jeremy Curley. That's nothing to be excited about. Luckily, that's only a one-year deal. Um, You know, tight end Tim Wright, he re-signed. So we've got some interesting moves. Amir Abdullah, they feel really confident that he's going to pick up his game this year and that he's got nothing to do but improve. What's interesting is that they also then signed Stephen Ridley to a one-year deal. So... They got rid of Joyke Bell, and and you're thinking, okay, it's Amir Abdullah's. But then they signed Stephen Ridley. So we're back in this weird kind of semi-committee. I don't think it's going to be a full committee situation, but it, it, it muddies the waters. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's murky. Yeah. Either way, I'm actually kind of okay with both of them, to be honest with you, because I do think they have two very different style backs. So it's, it's going to be an interesting situation. I'm excited to see how preseason plays out to kind of get an idea of the share they're going to be having. But it's, you know, just when you thought you may not have a potential committee situation, you are wrong. Wrong. It's always been a committee in Detroit. Yeah. Always. Ugh. That makes me sad. Green Bay Packers. So they surprised everyone this year because normally they don't sign anyone in free agency. They are famous for it. But they late, late, late decided to sign tight end Jared Cook. Um, I love it. Yeah. Well. I love it. I guess so. I, I'm kind of a Richard Rogers girl, but I'm okay with it. I, I think Jared Cook is just Mr. You know, three really good games. You just have to pick the right games. I'm into it. He's been on bad teams. Imagine I, him being on a good team. You fine. I don't need a tight end for Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, I, yeah, I, you know, I think that the Jermichael Finley days are long gone. Uh, but, I, yeah, maybe. I'm into it. I think Mike McCarthy has a weird thing against tight ends. Anyway, um, clearly they need an upgrade at tackle. Uh, you know, don't hold your breath on them investing on another tight end or anything. I mean, people are talking about, oh, they're going to get one in the draft too. I don't know. Why do they need that many tight ends? They don't even use them. They don't, they don't need that many tight ends. I agree. I, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they should maybe look at a late-round wide receiver because that's an uh, Adams guy. Oof. <laughs> that Adams Ooh. guy. Ooh. <laughs> that Daniel Owens dude. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate disrespect. I love it. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you know what? 
the Vikings this offseason have been focusing on what every team should be focusing on, and that's their offensive line. So I'm Good. very proud of my Vikings. Um, I love them. Thank you for getting a guard and offensive tackle. I appreciate you. This is only good things for old man AP, Jarek McKinnon, and they just re-signed Matt Asiata as well. So I'm excited. And this is a committee I'm not upset about because you know what you're going to get. Jarek McKinnon is the perfect handcuff, um, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the Vikings. Thank you. Panthers. And you know what, the Panthers are happy with what they have too because last year was actually their big kind of off-season where they re-signed Greg Olson, Cam Newton, Thomas Davis, and Luke Kuechly. That was a huge thing. This year they franchise-tagged Josh Norman, but he hasn't signed yet. It looks like he may not actually be part of, you know, kind of the OTAs and going into the season. I think there's going to be some dispute there. Uh, but listen, you know, they had a great team. They almost won the Super Bowl. Well, they got to the Super Bowl. And... Um, that's what we'll leave that, I guess. They're gonna they work almost online. got to the Super Bowl. I mean, they did show up. They, they were there. A father and, sent us a uh, picture hey. of Cam Newton playing water polo, with Von Miller, <laughs> sacking the ball out of his hands. He ripping the ball out of his hands. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. But I'm uh, into him playing water polo in his off season. Why not? Great workout. That's right. You it helps do your you, joints. Cam. Less Absolutely. injuries in water. Sure. Yeah, yeah but no. you know, you guys, they're not going to sign a wide receiver because they don't care about wide receivers. No, no. 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 Kelvin Benjamin, he's coming back, you guys. What's going to happen? He'll be back. You got Funches. Could be I'm excited about Benjamin. I think Benjamin's going to be good. I think he might be a little sleeper because people forgot about him last year. I think yep. so, too. And I think that the offense yeah. has, like, really grown without him. So I think they're going to be a really good support team with him in, in there. And I, I mean, think so, the, yeah. Cam Newton's got better at passing. He really has, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think Serious it's good. potential there. I like it. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Falcons released Roddy White after 10 years with them. So that's, again, sad. I'm like, sad. oh, all of my teams, like, somebody's retiring. <laughs> Roddy White's basically retired. Um, but they did pick up Mohamed Sanu, so he is a new Falcon. He will be the guy next to Julio. Um, and Matt Schaub returns to his former team, and he will be back up for Matt Ryan. Schaub. Can't get rid of him. I got nope. the Schaub and the Castle. Just love it. Just love it. Um, and the Falcons need a lot of help on the offensive line, so they should be busy this draft. So it is what it is. Uh, Ashley. The Saints. The Saints, yes. So Sean Payton announced that they uh, got a five-year deal. I, I hated the whole offseason as if like Drew Brees and Sean Payton were actually going to go anywhere. I'm like, this is not even a story. Ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Why are we even talking about it? So surprise, surprise, Sean Payton staying, and so is Drew Brees, guys. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so what's interesting is, is that he's due about $30 million against the salary cap in 2016. Now, because... He's already received franchise tags two other times. It would cost the Saints $43.2 million if they were to tag him in 2017. So they've got to work something out. They're going to, it's going to cost them a lot of money. Now, Breeze is confident they're going to reach a contract extension, so nothing to really be too worried about there. Um, the tight end position is interesting. Again, like Brandon mentioned, Ben Watson was signed with the Ravens, but they brought Kobe Fleener in, so I'm into this. But they also have Josh Hill still as their tight end. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of who's going to be the top tight end. I feel like it will be Kobe Fleener out of the two of them. 
uh, because Josh Hill really didn't do all that much last year. So I think they they went after Fleener, and I think they're going to roll with him. Mark Ingram, he adjusted his salary a bit um, to free up some cap space, which is great. Tim Hightower, he signed another deal. So we've got a really interesting situation there. Marquise Colston, as we talked about, he was cut with a failed physical, which is kind of sad. Another oldie and a goodie that's gone. Gonesies. Aww. Yeah, and we then Josh... make a retired page. We're like not on Instagram. I mean, I don't, I don't. We might have even shut down our account. I mean, we're not. We don't even use that. But we really need to like come up with an Instagram page for all of these oldies all that are retiring oldies. or not being picked up off a of free agency because there's a lot of them this year, and it's sad. He's such a staple of the Saints too. And maybe it's because but... like it's like the perfect age for us because it's like. You know, when we were 20, 22, they were coming into the NFL, and we, like, grew with them within the NFL, yeah. you know, as, like, adults. Because like, really they're all about our age right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's, like, kind of when you started playing, you know, fantasy football, too. So, like, you're getting, like, more familiar with other people's teams, and, and now they're all <laughs> getting plucked off. Mm. It's sad. It makes me sad, but... Buccaneers. Yeah. Bucks. Mike Evans only caught 50% of his passes last year with literally 148 targets, 74 catches. That is not... Dead on 50%. Dead on 50%. It is not an exaggeration. It is what literally happened, and I just wanted to say that out loud. This is not a strong class for wide receivers. They do have Vincent Jackson. He's coming back, but he's 33 years old and only played in 10 games last year, so it's something to think about. But the re-signing of Doug Martin was the big story for the, the Buccaneers this year. I'm happy for him. I actually think it was a great signing. Okay, the guy went back up to 1,402 yards, second most in the league for rushing, and that was only 52 yards less than his miraculous rookie outing. So yeah. I actually think this is a great thing. I think it also anchors the team, and they have this you know, second-year quarterback. They're trying to get Mike Evans to catch more than 50% of his passes, which he, he said, yeah, I guess I had a sophomore slump. I'm like, I guess? I guess, yeah. It's not a guess situation. But by the way, he's never gone over like 52% in catches in the NFL. I think this rookie year, I think it was 52%. It, it's insane. He's okay with that number too. Yeah, he doesn't care. Well, but he yeah. gets when you're getting 148 targets and you only catch half, you still get over 1,000 yards. So yeah. you still have to draft him. But you will be incensed. Don't watch on Sundays. Uh, but again, I actually think that uh, Doug Martin was a great uh, signing, and I know that that's a little controversial. Some people thought he got too much money, but uh, with $35.75 million, it's a lot. But, you know, money is money, and if you want someone, you got to do it. Um, I would say that in the draft, you know, I think that this is going to be a defensive team. Their defense really let them down this last year. Are you taking yeah. Lamar Miller, or are you taking Doug Martin? It's tough. I'll wait till OTAs. No, oh, okay. All right then. Yeah, and speaking of how the great got... have fallen to the Buccaneers. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. The big news is that the Cowboys signed Alfred Morris. Woo! All right, I know it sounds like non-news, <laughs> but I think he's the bounce-back candidate of the year. I agree. I'm I'm intrigued by this pickup. I think what's most important is that I am told that the guy cannot catch a ball. He caught 10 of his only 13 targets last year, which, by the way, is 77%. 
More than Evans. 27% more than Mike Evans. I just want to put that out there for the guy who can't catch any balls. I'm yep. telling you, they just didn't use him like that. In Washington, they just did not give him a sufficient amount of targets. So I'm not anti him because of that. And McFadden did play in all 16 games last year. It was really fantastic. Went for over 1,000 yards. But that was the first time he did it since 2010. And in 2010, the number one song was TikTok by Kesha. And actually... Oh. Katy Perry's California Girls with Snoop Dogg was only number four. I would have thought that would be number one. Hmm. But anyway, it's been that long, people. California <laughs> Girls, you know how long it's been on your iPhone. You do. So I digress. Uh, listen, it's it's the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is the year Jerry finally gets a QB. I think that the uh, metal plate win. and the collarbone for Tony Romo, that just has to be a day you have to... I think, I think it's a good year to do you it. You think it's this year? You do? Because I think they think Tony Romo's going to play a year, and all these guys need a year underneath a starter, I think. These I think guys that's what he's thinking. More than a year. But he's only more than a year? Yeah, these the guys... Round? No. These guys are not... I do not think that these guys are strong quarterbacks at all. But I think he'll wow. still draft a quarterback because he didn't... It's too bad he didn't draft one last year, but you know what? He didn't. Now he's going to have to wait, and he's going to have to do some cruddy trades like John always doing this year and suck it up while you rebuild your offense. But it, I don't think this class is the class that's going to find a Dallas Cowboys franchise quarterback. But maybe. I am not confident, but well, we'll see. We'll see. The Giants are replacing Eli Manning with, oh, just kidding. He's still there. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Sad Tom Coughlin is gone for 11 years. Still, I'm still sad. Uh, um, ben McAdoo, McAdoo. McAdoo, the former Giants offensive coach, he is um, going to be taking over or has taken over, I guess. Um, but the Giants have just been really busy on the defense. Which, again, I'm not angry about, you know. They're, everybody's trying to do what the Broncos did last year, and I get it. Offense doesn't matter. But it doesn't fantasy. So we, can we please get off of that train? <laughs> get off of that train? Because I know if anybody owned the Denver Broncos last year, we're like, I hate the Denver Broncos. And I can't blame you. They screwed you in it's every true. single possible way. They screwed you. So let's, let's not just focus on the defense, guys. It's about us, too. And Bobby Rainey joins the Giants with the other 500 million running backs. So it's going to be exciting. Committee. 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 No one you should touch. Guys, they didn't get rid of anybody. It's everybody still on the team. They're just picking up more running backs. Just don't do it. Don't. Do not. No. The Eagles. Um, yeah. Uh, they gave up a lot. I mean... They've been making a lot of moves right away, I should say. They were very on the ball here. After they got rid of Chip Kelly, they were like, let's move this stuff. Um, you know, they traded running back DeMarco Murray, obviously, 2016 fourth-round draft pick to Tennessee and um, another fourth-round draft pick. Um, they got, excuse me, they signed a contract with quarterback Chase Daniels. They agreed to terms with cornerback Ron Brooks. It, nothing like no like big big namers per se that are gonna affect your fantasy. Um, I'm not loving this team either way. Uh, they signed wide receiver Ruben Randall and Chris Givens. That's huge. I, I yeah. is I guess I don't know. This offense freaks me out. I'm still Chip Kelly'd all over me. You know, like I still like yeah. 
smell his vomit. So I just can't like jump back on this team right away. You know, jump on yet? Can't jump on it yet. You know, I just was not impressed by anybody, and I don't know if it was. It, now I'm like, it was it all Chip Kelly? Can I really be excited about the Eagles this year, or is this the Eagles too? I don't know. They signed Zach Ertz to a five-year deal for over $20 million guaranteed, so he might be a good catch this year. Might be into it. I, Eagles, I, Eagles, I have to watch. I'm hoping that I do not have any early drafts for fantasy and I can like really watch the Eagles before I, I decide on any of them, making no early predictions for them. Washington oh. Redskins. Oh, my babies. My babies, my babies. Um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I feel like he's trying to win like the good guy award of the year. He uh, plans to fully practice and participate in all aspects of any OTAs, preseason work, anything, with or without a long-term contract, allegedly. Now, what's interesting, though, is that Kirk Cousins, he wants something in, like the $19 million range. Um, with $40 million guaranteed, and turns out Washington does not view him as that kind of starter yet. Um, so this could get really interesting because he did really well for them. They got rid of, obviously, RG3, as we discussed, so he's gone. They did re-sign Colt McCoy, who will be backing up Cousins, but it's going to be interesting to see if they do try to work out a long-term deal for him. The good news is Jordan Reed um, could receive contract extension talk later in the summer as well, and he actually played really well this year, or I should say last year. He was really good, as long as he's able to stay healthy, and I, and I feel like last year, oddly, has given me some positivity about Jordan Reed, because I have, for the most part, been really Debbie Downer the entire time he's been in the NFL. It helps when Kirk Cousins is throwing him the ball. But he was able to he stay healthy last healthy. year. Yeah. He's healthy. He's so that good. Foster at the tight end position. And the fact that he was able to, you know, play but large, I'm just 14 saying, games last year, which is... I'm saying when RG3 oh, is your quarterback and you're a tight end, you're put into situations that are not smart. You know? Because you're just running around and you're just looking for somebody to throw to and that person's always your tight end. So where do you throw it to him in the center of the field when he has oncoming traffic? They're constantly hitting him. Like, not safe plays, that is what ha was happening to him constantly. You know, and that's why it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel better about him. I feel really confident he was able to play 14 games last year. That really ups my confidence because even if he does get hurt a little bit, for the most part, he's at least shown the production in those games to be worthy of a pickup. Now, I still think if you were to draft Jordan Reed, you need to also draft another strong tight end backup because there is a good chance he's still not going to be able to roll with him all season long. But I feel much better about him than I usually do. Now, Matt Jones is allegedly the team's every down back with Alfred Morris leaving the team. And I just don't know how I feel about this one. Courtney always seemed to like yeah. Matt Jones last year. No. Um, no, don't yeah, say that. Did. I did not. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> did not. I'll take up. I'll take Rod Streeter, but you're not putting Matt Jones on. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's gonna have to put something on him. He's their starting guy, but they did also sign Chris Thompson. So, of course they did. No, Wouldn't you have Matt Jones? I would absolutely. But Chris Thompson's also recovering from shoulder surgeries, so it's just an interesting running back situation. I don't like it at all. I don't like. I just don't like the running schemes that they run there. It's just. It's odd because it's not really a wide receiver-focused offense, but it's also not a running offense. I'm not sure exactly what the Washington offense 
is tight end when he's healthy. Well, it's I just season. I don't I don't love, I don't love anybody on this team right now. I'm sorry I don't. It's just it is what it is. But then Tannen Vernon Davis also joined. So that was an interesting signing to back up Jordan Reed, but they've got kind of different styles. I'm gonna be intrigued to see how that one plays out. Different styles. Different styles. Love it. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna nicely put that. <laughs> well, the Cardinals are pretty easy. Drew Stanton signed a two-year deal to be the backup to Carson Palmer. Chris Johnson signed a one-year deal. Jermon Gresham signed a one-year deal. And the game is all back, you guys. They're all back to play. One game, one game away from the Super Bowl, says Bruce. We're going to go, guys, this year. We're going to go. Don't Bruce need to anything up. We don't need to add anything to my team. We are going to do it. Do it. Lamar Miller. This that that has to be the best trio wide receivers yeah, in the fantastic. NFL. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all three together. It's, it's a miracle. Miracle of miracles. I think Los Michael Angeles. Floyd might be the steal next year. Ooh. I don't well, know people are always but... so hyped about John Brown that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's weird. I think Floyd. Yeah. Is better in in, in 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 my opinion. He doesn't have that raw talent talent that John Brown has, but it's good. It's good. I'm into it. Ramses. So as we discussed, they're now the Los Angeles Rams. That's gonna take a while to get used to. And Jared Cook is no longer a Ram, so he's off with the Packers, as we said. Now Case Keenum is allegedly the team's starting quarterback. <laughs> Going into training camp, he is the guy. Yeah. Jeff Fisher, so we can expect that. Now, with that said, Nick Foles is oh. also still on the team, but then they said he could be released before the start of training camp and that he will more than likely definitely be released before regular season, but they're going to have to pay money on him even if they release him. I was going to say, what's so, the deal with that? Oh, yeah, they're going to have to pay, like, I want to say it's like $11 some million. So they might just keep him around. I don't Maybe know. Maybe the Broncos can give him the same deal that we got gave Kaepernick. I mean, Case Keenum is not exactly... I don't have a vote of confidence in that situation. Not that I really want Nick Foles coming in to save the day. So we still have the Rams being completely useless to you on most fronts. Default. (laughs) So Trey Mason uh, isn't going to help his case because he was arrested on Saturday uh, of March 5th for suspicion of possession of marijuana, reckless driving, failure to register his vehicle, resisting arrest, and hanging out with Josh Gordon and say, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sadly, that was not the case, but you would think so. You would think so. Uh, they did sign Benny Cunningham, though, so he's going to stay on the team. Uh, so we have that situation. Brian Quigg also agreed to a deal. So again, Will he be on the team, though? Remember when he just wasn't playing? He's technically on the team. He was on the active roster. Yeah. But he was still technically like, uh, you know, on the team. Then he was like the next week. The moral of the story, guys, is you're not going near the Los Angeles Rams. It's a train wreck. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Nope. San Francisco 49ers. There's nothing to report here, really. I mean, they signed, they re-signed Sean Drone. Great. I mean, listen, they're probably going to lose Kaepernick, and that wouldn't be the worst thing. If they had any other options, it would be the worst a... thing if he came to the Broncos. Well, okay, well, there we go. I think we need to start getting comfy, honey. Uh, Chip Kelly's a genius, so we don't need to worry. I mean, that's really what it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're in good. You're in good hands. 
You uh, might be able to draft the running backs, but that's about it. Carlos Hyde, fingers crossed. Uh, supposedly he's dropping weight. Uh, I don't know. I'm not quite sure anything can save this disaster. I'd say they need wide receivers because right now their starters are Torrey Smith, Quentin Patton, and Bruce Ellington. Uh, but, you know, who's going to throw them the ball? And they have so many needs. Who knows? They have Gabbard still? I mean, you know, kind of. Yep. I, I, I can't. I You guys, we can't. We can't go into the Gabbard train. Ooh, it's the 49ers. Let them, let them rot for a couple more years. I think they'll come I, back. They'll I, come back. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. They need to fall a little bit further to get some better... They need to fire Chip Kelly. And then... Chip Kelly says he's impressed with playing <laughs> Gabbert. Great. Of course he is. But yeah. he also, you know... Sam Bradford. Well, yeah. Yeah. And Riley Sam Cooper. Bradford us. Tough to say. And DeMarco Murray. He ruined him. Again. Well, he ruined DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray was up there. He year. ruined Jordan Matthews. Yeah, Jordan Matthews. Wow, blast from the past in my yeah, brain. Yeah, did you forget he played for the NFL? Forgot, because he barely forget, yeah. did last year. But then when he was good, <laughs> he was really good. He was really good. Yeah, it's so sad. So sad. Oh, Chip what? Kelly. Woo! All Woo! right. Seahawks. Seahawks. Jimmy Graham. He is progressing as expected and doing quite well uh, in his rehab and recovery from his turn right patella tendon. Um you know, they think it's too soon to tell if he'll be able to return from the injury. But we haven't exactly seen the best track record of people who tear their patella tendon. I yeah. think it's really sad. I think it's like... It's I'm really not, sad because he's such a talent. I, I don't feel confident. I need to see a lot more than just hearing updates that the recovery is going well. I definitely need to actually see him out there because I feel like it's an Achilles heel kind of injury where it's just like, ooh... Is does that is that gonna come back like it's supposed to? I don't know. It's like, are we ever gonna tell people to draft Victor Cruz again? No, you know. These are legitimate questions. They're the questions, know? and and for me, it's it's but yeah. Jimmy Graham. I mean, he's a top tight end. How do you not do it? But you're gonna really. I, I'm hoping in this situation, like Courtney said, that you don't have early drafts because you are going to need to see him to see you know just how far he actually is in his rehab and whether he is going to be able to come back at a hundred percent Jimmy Graham status and whether they're going to incorporate him into the offense. Um, so that's a tough one. I don't like it. Thomas Rawls guys, he's basically the starting running back. He's back. He's going to be the guy unless something crazy happens. He's the guy with that said, they re-signed Christian Michael, Ugh, another guy that just doesn't go away. But <laughs> I think Thomas Rawls is the guy. He showed that he could perform last year. Given giving him the starting role, I think he's really gonna flourish. I do. I think he, he's kind of one of those guys that needs the reps and needs the confidence. I think he's gonna do well. So I really wouldn't focus most on Christine Michael at all, or Christian. I should say I always call him Christine, but I shouldn't pull a Courtney. Christian Michael. <coughs> um, but focus on Thomas Rawls there. Paul Richards said he's another tricky one, right? Because he is allegedly healthy and ready to play. We heard this song last year, too, and he came back for, I think, one, two games and was back out. I think he's a really talented guy. It's not just because he's a buff and I went to see you. He really is talented, but, again, injury-prone. Is he worth the risk? I could see going a really super late, like, 16th-round flyer on him. I can understand that. 
but really, really risky. Jermaine Kearse signed a th- deal with the Seahawks. He was allegedly going to leave. There was no thoughts he was going to stay, but he's back on the team, so that is good news. Doug Baldwin is still there. There hasn't been any discussions about his contract extension yet, but he's still on the team. And then the good news is Cham Kanzler is not expected to do his holdout this year, which kind of caused some funky energy on the Seahawks last year because he's a sure really integral part. Of that defense, and with him hailing out, you saw that shift when he came back to play. So he's going to be a Seahawk. He's not going to hold out. So we don't have to worry about that weird energy at least coming into this offseason. That'd be great, Cam with a K. That's right. Part of the Kardashian, Kardashian crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, are you guys drafting Doug Baldwin? I think I am. I think they turned a corner last year. He's going to go high, right? Because people are excited about. I think people still have a lot of questions at the end. I feel much better, especially that Lynch isn't there. That they really they've had to open up the pass, and they found out they could do it. So I'm, I feel much better about drafting Doug Baldwin this year. We as a contract year. Yeah, we here at her fantasy football don't do our rankings until after the draft, uh, the NFL draft. We we think it's not worth our time. And frankly, it's not. No. I know some people draft, and this is fine. But, like, come on. Until the NFL drafts, as far as we're concerned, uh, speaking for the other woman here, we don't do it. Uh, but I'm interested to see where we rank Doug Baldwin coming out of the gates because it's weird because I, I still think there's a lot of hesitation with that guy, though. I think he might it's go lower than we think. Team. Yeah, it's the team. It's the team. It's the offense. It's, it's the way they move the ball down the field and... It's the way that they use their defense, like the Broncos last year, you know. It's, they use their defense to win games, and then they didn't. And then it was like this weird, exciting offense that came out of nowhere. But they had weird running back woes, which forced them to throw. And it's uh, yeah. not any different this year. And with Jimmy Graham out, not out, maybe out. We don't know if he's going to be back full strength. I, I would I would put money on. I mean, they didn't have a tight end before Jimmy Graham, so that doesn't upset me as much. But it's still well, Luke Wilson. I, don't know. I guess somebody on the offense from yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but no. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I would say I think Doug Baldwin's going to be at the bottom of the wide receiver ones. Yes. Whereas last year, I was able to draft him in like the 15th round. It was like no one was drafting him at all. No, right. Yeah, right. that's not going to be Who drafts a wide receiver from the Seattle Seahawks? And so that's, yeah, exactly. It's that stigma that they have on them that I think, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe you can get Doug Baldwin at a good price. I do get nervous, though, because I think Thomas Rawls is going to do better than people think he will. I think Thomas Rawls is going to do good, too. I think yeah. he's going to do well. And I think they may end up putting a good focus of offense on him. But I still think that – I just think, like you said, it was a change of offense, a change of tide for the Seahawks realizing they yeah. can pass. They can throw. There is an offense in the air for them. Well, and when Cam came back, even on the defense, it changed that. It changed the offense, you know. Yep. Him coming back affected the whole team, not it just was, the defense. It was almost like they were running a Kubiak offense for a while, and then they decided to run a real offense. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Kubiak. Kubiak. Aww. I would say, um, I, I again, I, I feel like I can't wait for our rankings to come out on that because Doug Baldwin's one of those guys where it's like, where do they, and like, how high do we rank Thomas Rawls? 
Right. He's one of the only solo bat. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Glad we're back, ladies. Lots to think about. Glad we're back. Awesome. You guys can chat with us on Facebook slash Her Fantasy Football and on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB. Uh, I think we'll be back later on in the month, uh, late April, right, yeah. ladies? We're on every so? other week's schedule till June yeah. when we're back on full-time. Ish, because Ashley's going to get married in May, so it gets a little funky. That's true. My bad, guys. My bad. Way, way to get married. Yeah. It's inexcusable for you to take time for yourself. Yeah. Sorry. Big events. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll be back every week by July. Um, and then every other week, sometimes here and there, uh, every third week for until then. So it'll be great. Um, thanks again. And next, next podcast, we're going to be doing our own draft as well. And we will be drafting our teams. Um, who we're going to be covering for the rest of 2016. So it's going to be a good day and possibly a bad day if I get the San Francisco 49ers. So cross <laughs> your fingers for me. Thank you. Until next time, no more faking it. <laughs>